Hello and welcome to the first ever Joshin' Around Poolcast. That's right, today's entire episode will be recorded from the cool confines of my pool. We're going to have some guaranteed guests today, and that is cicadas, while we might have the wild birds of the beach stopping by. They're parrots, in case you were wondering. While we do have other feathered friends, we definitely won't have any lawn guys stopping by, and not because they're having an existential crisis of being lawn men in a zero-escaped world, but instead because Hurricane Florence has been providing some pretty sweet waves. And when that happens, all labor around here stops. Not for us, though, because we've got to keep on keeping on doing the good work of podcasting from the pool. And that's just what we'll do while we discuss flannel, fishing, and intelligent life forms as we start to dumb it down with some joshing around. It's my hope that this podcasting poolside becomes a revelation and doesn't instead cause a revolution among my listeners and supporters because, well, that's not the goal. But over the past 300 years or so, there's been many a revolution, some more legendary than others, from French to American, sexual through to technological. However, the name strikes me as off because by definition, a revolution means to roll back, maybe even to come full circle. So it seems to me that a technological revolution would mean to go back to basics, while a sexual revolution would just be missionary style for procreation. But it has another definition, and that's what we're invoking here, a sudden, radical, or complete change. The gears were turning during the Industrial Revolution when radical change affected nearly every arena of life, and textiles were no exception. It was the 18th century when the fabric corduroy was developed. I know, I'm not a big fan either. It's too hot for summer and breathes too much for winter, but that's because of the width of the cords, which is referred to as the size of the whale. Lower the whale number, the thicker the width of the whale. Did you get all that? No, me neither. But corduroy is in essence a rigid form of velvet. So with that in mind, the velveteen rabbit and the corduroy bear are cousins. Speaking of cousins, allow me to invoke the wisdom of black Twitter. When I paraphrase a tweet I saw a few days ago with regards to those members of the family that said, when it comes to your cousins, y'all are either ride or die or you won't mess with them folk at all. While its origins can be traced to 16th century whales, Flannel saw its production increase during the Industrial Revolution as well, where it was originally manufactured using carded wool or worsted yarn. Flannel's now made using wool, cotton, or synthetic fibers. You can also find vegetable flannel made from Scott's pine fiber. Flannel's used to make tartan or plaid clothes, though not all clothes with plaid or tartan prints are made of flannel. In fact, during its peak popularity in the 90s, thanks to the grunge era, Few of the mass-produced plaid shirts available at the time were actually made of flannel at all. Posers. Outside of the birds and cicadas and what will probably be an afternoon rain shower, it is eerily quiet out here without all the roofers, lawn guys, and random handymen. Because normally, gosh, my neighborhood is like a construction zone all the time. Houses built in 1960 and now they're essentially falling apart. But when you get some peace and quiet, you bask in it. When it comes to not working, I've got a whole lot of respect for the old gone fishing sign. I bet the first guy to use this sign was a real pioneer. I'm sure his wife was mad as hell too, but it's not like she could FaceTime or incessantly text him. So I bet he had a great day fishing. 
fishing a stocked pond can be nice, but after a while it becomes like a program to catch and release your own pets. This would be like if we had a pet deer and I spent my time climbing a tree in the backyard shooting down at it with a Nerf gun. There's a new favorite song in the writer's room this week. It's the childhood classic, Dem Bones. You might remember this song, it goes, Dem Bones, Dem Bones, Dem Dry Bones. What I didn't remember is that the song is sung in the words of the Lord. It goes on to say, the ankle bones connected to the leg bone, leg bones connected to the knee bone, and on and on and on. The song is very informative, while not 100% accurate. Luckily, the writer of the song wasn't the same one who made us in his own image, or we're liable to end up looking like a poorly planned potato head. My daughter's never had a potato head doll, namely because I don't approve of all the stuff being stored up the butt. She sings a lot of that song, Dem Bones, and while it's factually inaccurate, it still makes me think with all the time spent absorbing the song that maybe she'll grow up to be a doctor. Joke's on me though, she spends most of her time watching commercials, so in all likelihood, she'll grow up to be a consumer. It happened again while I had all the kids out consuming. One of them gave me some lip and almost immediately a stranger accidentally slapped the dissonant little darling upside the head. Jedi parenting at its finest. Regarding a galaxy far, far away, Scientists searching for extraterrestrial life say they spotted 72 mysterious signals from an alien galaxy using artificial intelligence recently. But I wonder, what if artificial intelligence makes first contact and convinces the new visitors that AI is the intelligent life form here on Earth and that we're nothing more than one of the planet's pesky creatures? Speaking of Star Wars, aliens, or any other science fiction set in space, how come nobody's ever swimming in these stories? Do they not have time to fit it in the plot? Or is it because there's no water in space? Oh, what's that sound? It's a lawn guy, which means the tide must be coming in and the waves are dying down. Way to man that mower, buddy. Whack those weeds. Let me tell you, you're not just a lawn guy. You're the lawn man. Calvin Klein, the unofficial underwear sponsor of Joshin' Around, had a runway show for New York Fashion Week set to the theme of the movie Jaws. I know it seems laughable to want to look like Roy Schneider or a young Richard Dreyfus, but after seeing the show, I'm prepared to dress like Captain Quint every day this fall. For now though, we better end the show. It's one thing to have you listen to these cicadas, but I'd rather make you watch that movie Lawnmower Man than to have to listen to any more of this Lawnmower Man. Well, hey, there's a movie that deserves a prequel. Edward Scissorhands, give way to Eddie Scissorhands. Let's see what the little scamp was like growing up with safety scissors for fingers. But we'll get to that and other dry humor the next time we splash down on some Josh and Around.